In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ told us that in life we will be persecuted for His name's sake. There are two forces in the world, the evil force and the righteousness force. We are the children of God and many others choose to be children of the evil one. That's why there is a constant war between those, the children of the evil one and between the children of God. The children of the evil one may have some uh, temporary victory in, in this world. They may prevail, they may persecute the Christian, they may kill them, but at the end we know, at the end the ultimate victory is for God and for his children. And the Lord told us that when they lay their hands on you and persecute you and deliver you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, he told us it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony, as an occasion for testimony. And we are actually called to bear testimony, to be witnesses to God. And one of the most effective or most prominent or the strongest testimony or witness is the witness of the martyrdom. When people shed their blood for the name of God, when people actually suffer persecution and endure this persecution with patience for the name of God. You know, when you study the era of martyrdom, you can see how one martyr brought to Christianity thousands of people. For example, Saint Abanoub, when he was martyred, 8,000 persons, 8,000 persons said we are Christian and converted to Christianity and accepted to be martyrs just for one child, one young boy, Saint Abanoub. Maybe in our life, actually, we cannot bring 8,000 persons to God, but Saint Abanoub, by shedding his blood, was able to bring 8,000 persons to Christianity. So that is the strongest form of witness uh, to God. Uh, and God told us that nothing will happen to you except if I give permission. He told us, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. So when one single hair falls down, it is with permission from God. If God did not uh, give permission to those who persecute us, to kill us, they cannot. They cannot touch us. So God is in control. And if he allowed us to be persecuted or to suffer, then he will support us and he will be with us and empower us during this time. All what we need just to be patient. As he said, by your patience, possess your soul. But Martyrdom is not the only form of bearing witness to God. There are many, many forms. 
and all of us, we must bear witness to God. Because we are commanded to love everyone, and part of our love or an expression of our love to everyone is to call others to the knowledge of God, to call others to be saved. I cannot say that I love this person without inviting him to salvation and proclaiming to him the good news of salvation that God offered free salvation for the whole world, for the whole world, for every single person in the world. As the Bible says, God has no desire for the death of, of a sinner, but rather that he returns and lives. God has no desire for the sinner to die, but he wants everyone to repent and to live and to receive forgiveness and to receive salvation. So all of us, we are called to be witnesses. And now we are fasting the fast of the apostles. Before his ascension to heaven, the Lord said to the apostles, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. One strong way also of witnessing to God is worship and prayer. When we pray for the whole world, and when we fast for the whole world, then actually this will give power to the world to defeat Satan. The Lord said about Satan that nothing can defeat Satan except prayer and fasting. He said this kind cannot come out by anything except by prayer and fasting. When all of us will pray together, when all of us fast together, then Satan will be defeated under our feet. And Satan who is capturing the heart and the mind and the souls of many, many people will be defeated when we fast and when we pray. Especially this fast, the fast of the apostles. The fast of the apostles is the fast of the ministry, fast for the service. Unfortunately, many people are not dedicated to this fast. Uh, what a great loss, because maybe I am not called to be a Sunday school servant, or maybe I cannot preach or I cannot talk to others about the word of, the, of salvation. Maybe I cannot or I don't have time to do visitation and ask people to come to the church. But at least what I can do is to pray and fast for ministry, is to pray and fast for the service, is to pray and fast for the servants who dedicated their time to serve the Lord, and also pray and fast for those who are under captivity by Satan. The power of prayer and fasting together is very, very powerful in defeating Satan. As the Lord said, this kind cannot come out by anything except by prayer and fasting. And I encourage all of you, if until now you did not fast, please take the blessing of this fast, the fast of the apostles. Only we have two more weeks. Take the blessing of this fast. And by the way, the fast of the apostles may be the only fast that the Lord spoke about it clearly. When he said, when the Son of Man is taken up, mean ascended to heaven, then uh, you will fast. When the Son of Man will ascend, then you will fast. So the Lord indicated the importance of fasting for ministry. So we need to participate 
in fasting and this is a way of bearing witness to God when we pray and fast another thing how to bear witness to God is by serving people serving I don't mean here uh, like a Sunday school servant or doing Bible study or visiting people and invite them to the church no I'm speaking here about showing your kind heart and your meekness and your love for one another by serving and helping others in your ability in your work I want people when they deal with you in your work they feel you are different you are different than the rest of the people because you are the son of God you are Christian your Christianity actually should be reflected in the people who are working with you and then the people will ask why this person is different and the answer should be because he is Christian because he is following Christ he is following the teaching of Christ this is in itself a witness to Christ when you help people when you, are, when you serve the people and make the life of others more pleasurable and more easy another way to serve one another is our fellowship and our love to one another when actually we live in true love with one another and we are kind forgiving loving gentle to one another then the people from outside when they see our community how they love one another and the bond of, of love is strong among all of us they will, will know that we are the children of God actually the Lord said thus the world will know that you are my disciples if you love one another so our love to one another is indication that we are the disciples of Christ but if we fight with one another if we gossip if we have conflict and divisions among us if we are backbiting one another then definitely this will not be a witness to Christ but actually it will defame the name of Christ among the non-believers another thing actually how to witness to one another is when we in patience we endure uh, suffering with thanksgiving for the name of Christ all of us actually in, in one time in our life we will go through difficult time and how we react and how we cope to this difficult time show our discipleship to the Lord people actually who are away from God when they go through difficult time they attack God they blame God they accuse God and they become so angry they become so hurtful but we as the children of God we know that any suffering we endure is actually a participation in the suffering of Christ because the endurance of suffering in itself like how the Lord Jesus Christ endured the, the crucifixion and St. Paul said if we are if we suffer with him then we'll be glorified with him when actually people see us 
for example, if somebody is sick, and how he accepts the illness with thanksgiving, and with gratitude to God, he will say, why this person is accepting this illness with thanksgiving? How come, how he can endure the suffering of illness with this thanksgiving and gratitude? The answer will be because he's a Christian, because he's a disciple of Christ. That's, that's why in patience, actually he endured the, the, the suffering of the world. Job, when he endured suffering, and he did not actually blame God, and he rebuked his wife when she blamed God for the suffering, Job actually became an example to all of us in patience and endurance. St. James in his letter, he said, you heard about the endurance of Job, and you saw the end of his story, how God actually rewarded him for his suffering. Some people will be rewarded like Job for their suffering here on earth and in heaven, and some people will be rewarded in heaven like all the martyrs. But we need actually to endure suffering with patience and with thanksgiving, knowing that everything will work out for good to those who love God. Also, uh, another way to witness to God is by the word, by the word. You can actually invite somebody to the church, invite somebody to Bible study. You can, if you read a Christian book, good book, you can actually give it as a gift to one of your friends or one of your colleagues. Uh, you can give them Bible to read. Actually, by sharing uh, the word of God with others, this can pierce their heart and move them to believe in, in Christ. If you read the story of St. Augustine, the conversion of St. Augustine was actually because of few verses he read it from the letter of St. Paul to Romans. These few verses, when he reflected on them, actually these few verses pierced the heart of St. Augustine and he converted completely from his wicked way to the godly way. Also, the Lord in the Sermon on the Mountain, He told us, you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. The light and the salt. Light because we reflect the light of Christ. What is the light of Christ? The light of Christ is His attributes, is His virtues. So, the question here, are we reflecting the light of Christ to the world? Do we have his attributes? Are we loving as he is loving? As we, are we forgiving as he is forgiving? Are we gentle as he is gentle? Are we humble as he is humble? Are we meek as he is meek? We need actually to reflect all these attributes to the world. But we cannot do this unless we have Christ abiding in us. And unless we are filled with the grace of the Holy Spirit. When I am filled with the grace of the Holy Spirit and Christ is abiding in me, then the light of Christ will shine from me to, to hold the world. Also he said, you are the salt of the earth. Salt actually keeps 
the world keeps things from being corrupted or ruined. So we have actually, if we live and we conduct our life in a godly way, then it will be our role in the world to keep the world from the corruption, to keep the world from the damage of sin. You know, when there is one person like in, in workplace who cannot accept bad words or bad language, so the people actually will say, will respect his presence, and they cannot say a bad word in his presence because they know this person cannot accept this bad language. In this way, this person actually became salt to the earth. He actually protected the, the, the world from corruption. Also, salt is seasoning, give good taste. The presence of the Christian in the world give meaning to the life. The life is full of groaning, full of suffering, full of pain. But the presence of the Christian actually should give good meaning of life and good uh, taste of, of life. So there are many several ways to witness to God. You can witness by word, you can witness by your example, you can witness by prayer and worship and fasting, you can witness by serving others, you can witness by our fellowship with one another, you can witness by enduring suffering for the name of Christ and some people God chose them to bear witness to him by shedding their blood and become martyrs. So how do you witness for God? This actually the question I want you to think about it today. How you witness to God in your life? Does the people actually feel you are different than the rest of the world? Does the people who deal with you understand that you are different in, in a good way than the rest of the world? Because Christ who is with us actually defeated the world and Christ who is with us is shining through me and I made me light to the world and soul to the earth or not. In the Synexerium of today, we heard about St. George who actually was persecuted and he persisted not to give up his faith. They tortured him and they killed him at the end, but he was steadfast in his faith. That's why we don't know the names of those who persecuted him, or even if we know their names, they, they, they are not written in the Book of Life. But St. George, his name is written in the Book of Life because he bore witness for uh, the Lord in his life. You are actually called to bear witness in Jerusalem, in your families, in Judea, among your relatives and your friends, in uh, Samaria, among your acquaintances, and to the end of the earth, among even the stranger who do not know us. May the Lord help all of us that every opportunity in our life will turn out to be an occasion for testimony for him. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.